0: Just take our time, just relax your mind. And it is, I don't have to decide. Real blueberry. Sit right next to you, yeah I try not to show how I feel about you You wish you were, you don't really want to I just want to get
1: away to Sit right next to you Welcome back, welcome back to another live B2B jam session with the man himself, Tim Salao, Mr. Future Work. Man, I'm excited about this live special afternoon episode in fact, I'm talking to going to be talking to a great friend of mine who is, man, this guy is killing it, not only in the U.S., but also in Singapore and all around the world. And literally someone that I look to when I think about the future of education, education tech, and where education is going, as well as the future of work that I really see as leading the charge and actually building an amazing ecosystem and movement um, globally, globally, even through a pandemic. Today, I'm actually going to be talking with Will Fan, who is the CEO at New Campus, an award-winning entrepreneur, as well as someone who's building the modern leadership school for the next generation of workers in New Campus. Man, please show him some love. If you are tuning in from Singapore... Show Will some love. If you're tuning in from Oakland, right in our backyard here, this lovely, special afternoon, please show him some love. And, you know, whatever you're doing this evening, this afternoon, wherever you're tuning in, please make sure you're staying safe and healthy and you're having fun and enjoying yourself. And with that said, if you have any questions for Will as we talk, please let us know in the comments. And, you know, make sure you're connected with New Campus now, because we're going to be talking a whole lot about it. What inspired Will's journey in building the company, the movement that they're leading, where it's going. And more importantly, what does the future of work look like from his perspective and the future of work that they're trying to design with all of the amazing customers and enterprises that they work with? With that said, Will, my brother, what's up, man?
2: Tim, how's it going? Dude, it's going well. How are you doing, bro? Yeah, good. We haven't talked in a while. The world's already changed in the past couple <laughs> <of the> weeks.
1: <laughs> the world has changed drastically since the last time you and I chatted, man. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now okay. things have been good. I'm in sunny Singapore, and obviously we have. You know, the last time we spoke was another conference on, you know, how the pandemic has just started hitting, yeah. um, in early March, April, and now you know we're towards the end of t- twenty twenty. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a strange year for everyone.
1: It's a really strange year, man. But we'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, how you feel about it. But also, you know, a lot of the things that you've been seeing on your end in Singapore and how Singapore is adapting to what's going on.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, we have been in Singapore for about two years now. Um, So my team obviously sort of works across the Asia region. Uh, But what's been really interesting is just, you know, understanding how government reacts, um, how human nature has been, um, you know, playing with, you know, how they work, how they live, Hmm. um, how they travel. Um, Singapore is still in, um, what we call circuit breaker. So people work from home. Um, but you're still allowed to go outside wearing masks, doing some exercise, Hmm. but everyone's working from home, um, still staying safe, still being very careful. Um, but then you kind of look across the waters in Australia, um, where you know my hometown is and people outside they're still pubs um they're hitting their second or third spike now so um, it's been really interesting because um you know the circuit break in february you know in australia people are still you know not that cautious at all yeah walk out one out of 20 people wearing masks and so you kind of question oh is there you know is it a cultural thing um is it Um, a leadership thing from the government side Um, and then finally is observing how it's impacting businesses so we obviously you know both in the tech startup space so um seeing how entrepreneurs organizations are trying to pivot trying to shift um i think singapore's been a great space um, because the government's been very pedantic about what you can or cannot do um but at the end of the day asia is such a large region so you know just observing different perspectives has been fascinating
1: yeah. And, you know, you, you've you been building, you know, your company, New Campus for years now. And, you know, you all have adapted and pivoted before in, you know, past situations and just past in different markets in the past. You know, for you, talk to us a little bit about kind of the resilience that's necessary to pivot <laughs> and just like, you know, continue building your business in a in a in a COVID-19 pandemic. Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs who are listening, a lot of people who are viewing, don't realize the magnitude
2: of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been around for, since 2014, and the model has evolved um, from a online internship portal to building physical co-learning rooms to now, you know, doing a completely online hybrid school, right? Mm. Um, And I think what's been um, really exciting for us um, in this time is there's been a very big spotlight in the education space. Mm. So if you look at Traditionally, um, the industries that were fast growing, it would be fintech, it's your e-commerce, it's a blockchain, you know, all the companies and industries that have buzzwords that are fast moving. But education, healthcare has been the slowest um, over the past, you know, many decades. But now healthcare and education are in the limelight because it isn't, you know, it's obviously critical to figure out how students around the world, kids around the world are, you know, looking at their education and growing up and likewise, um, how do you speed up healthcare systems? How do you automate um, and create new products that can support, you know, patients, um, you know, in a time like this? So, I think for us, um, I don't know if it's trying to stay alive. This is, you know, probably the fifth or sixth um, time where we've hit almost rock bottom, but somehow mm-hmm. crawled our way back out. Um, but if anything, um, the past couple of weeks have shown that, um, again, like the education space is booming. Um, you know, the work that both you and I are doing now in the future of work is about, you know, figuring out how people are going to survive in the next six months, six years, 60 mm-hmm. years. And I think those conversations are becoming now, not in the, sometime in the future.
1: Yeah, no, and you know, even here in the U.S., we're having a lot of conversations about it at a national level, a local level, as well as in you know, in terms of corporate leadership. You know, it, it's funny too, because what's so funny is that it took a pandemic <laughs> for it to happen at a grander scale, in a, in a sense, which I think is fascinating. I think you know, and you know, what what I currently am not happy with, and from looking at it from a U.S. perspective, is that we're missing the opportunity to like think about this at a world level um, as well, in terms of how are we working with world leaders? You know, I would love for you to share a little bit more about a lot of the work that you're doing and leading with New Campus, where you all actually collaborate with a lot of different um, institutions within Singapore, not only in the private sector, but also in the public sector, to really make sure that you all are co-creating this future with other leaders. So tell us a little bit more about that, my friend.
2: Yeah, so we've actually worked um, with a few governments before. But the way that you kind of see as First-time entrepreneurs, it's really hard to crack that relationship. Yeah. Um, when we first started New Campus in Singapore, we were building a online internship portal, connecting board students, um, you know, board millennials who wanted to try new careers with new job opportunities abroad. So, you know, it's learning digital skills, working with startups, working on these six-week projects where they could try and, you know, a completely new industry without having to quit their job. And so that was interesting because it allowed us to get a taste of you know, working with some universities. Um, we ended up working with about 40 universities across the US, China, Singapore. Mm. Um, but I think our biggest uh, break was actually launching that product in the Middle East. So at that time, wow. Dubai, um, the royal family was launching an education challenge. How can you help people learn about jobs that don't exist yet? Mm. And so you know, what's amazing about the UAE is that they are always looking to do something that is first in the world. Um, in this case, we ended up building the first co-learning room, which was a safe space um, where people could come in, learn interesting things, Part of, uh, you know, a community of lifelong learners. And so we actually built that model in collaboration with you know, the Royal Family, the Dubai Future Foundations, the innovation, com- innovation team um, for the Dubai government. Um, and that was actually our blueprint of bringing it back to Singapore. Wow. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we're not from the middle East, but, um, it was really good, you know, nine month project for us to then take it back to, you know, a place where we had our team, where we had, you know, smarter connections, um, mm-hmm. deeper roots. Um, and yeah, recently, uh, we, we were about to announce a deal with the Singapore government, um, launching a global, a national, uh, learning index, So one of the challenges that we're trying to figure out is how can you identify learning behavior of leaders, um, adaptable qualities of leaders, and how Mm. can you translate that to the rest of the economy? Because, you know, right now we're moving into such an unknown territory. So how do entrepreneurs, innovators, creators like you and I think pivot and shift and how do you help the rest of the nation, um, you know, have that gear switch?
1: Yeah. No, and it's so powerful because it's, I think people don't realize the, you know, when everyone talks about, I mean, people talk about the future of work, they often think about it from this very singular perspective, but there's like a holistic ecosystem you have to kind of take a stance on and say, okay, this is where we fit in within the ecosystem. But also, this is also where we can add the most value and create change, whether it be from a business or nonprofit, whatever it is. And a lot of the things that you know I often notice you and, and the new campus team doing is so well within, like you know, like the scope of you know what I wish <laughs> more people in the U.S. were doing. <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm like, you know, there, there, you guys are global, but there's no, there's actually not a, there's not a lot of leaders within the U.S. that are thinking in from that scope, um, especially with that. Perfect blur of the of the public and private sector. You know, I want to ask you because you, dude, you've been doing this for quite some time, and a lot of people don't understand the ins and outs and the toughness of entrepreneurship. Tell mm-hmm. us more about how you met your amazing co-founder uh, because you guys are an amazing duo. And you know, I remember when I, when I first heard about New Campus, it was in this article. I think not. I don't know. if It was TechCrunch or some Forbes article, but I was, it was t- kind of chronicling y'all's story on how y'all met and kind of how mm-hmm. long you guys have been doing this. So tell us a little bit more about that that um, that story, man.
2: Uh, yeah, so Faye and I were the co-founders um, of New Campus, uh, but we actually worked together uh, back in the days at Accenture, so the tech consulting company. Um, she was we were in the same team. Um, we were doing tech consulting stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I had the I think I would say that both of us had a bit of an entrepreneurial streak she was running airbnbs before airbnb and i was selling random things here and there um but we ended up uh working on a project Uh, yeah yeah um we ended up working on a um moonlight project which was a vintage furniture business one of the you know first concepts that you come up with as a first-time entrepreneur um we did that for about six months and then Ah, there there we go there we go there we go. yeah, and then a, a couple of weeks later, or a couple of months later, we got accepted into an accelerator in Singapore. Um, and so at the time, we didn't know what an accelerator was, and we've never really spent time um, in Asia in Singapore um, working. Uh, but we said, you know what, Squirt, let's take that leap of faith and let's go. And so we decided to quit our jobs, pack our bags. Um, in two weeks, we moved to Singapore wow. um, and slummed in you know, hostels doing visa runs every day. In a couple weeks okay. um and what we realized at the accelerator um, was that we don't know or care about selling vintage furniture to board housewives. <laughs> but there must be a generation of people like Faye and myself who wanted to try new things but were too risk adverse to take that leap hmm. and so we launched the first version of new campus which the brand was slightly different at the time it was called qlc which stands for quarter life crisis yeah. um and so we did that for a couple of years, and then as we grew up as individuals, still growing up, um, and grew up as entrepreneurs, we rebranded to New Campus, which is where we are today. Um, and I think it's been really fascinating working with her um, because obviously she brings more of the, you know, detail, operations, strategic thinking, and I'm just the talker. You know, everything <laughs> that I'm feeding onto you know this this uh, podcast now is this you know essentially stuff that my team feeds me because. You need the obviously the evangelist the vocals but you also need the smarts yeah if you especially if you're trying to build such a you know multi-dimensional school or multi-dimensional business
1: yeah 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 you need you need the operating you need the the visionary as, as we call it dude it's so it's so it's so funny man because i think you know it's you know for, for you when you all met you and your co-founder did you like oh i know i'm going to be working with this person long-term and building a sustainable business
2: so I have actually gone through a couple of co-founders with her Um, the first co-founder you know was our CTO um, and unfortunately had to step down because his missus had um, you know some medical challenges the second um, was uh, you know after doing a few years we just split paths um, and we had a few key team members that had you know come and gone and so I wouldn't say new campus is just made up of two key folks. It's, ah. you know, core team of five, core team of 10, core team of 15. Yeah. And we've gone through the tough, man. Like we've, you know, traveled around the world, lived in backpack hostels, um, you know, together. We've run out of money many times. Yeah. We've worked unpaid for many months. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially in times like this, it's we almost see it as it's kind of our playground because, hmm you know, if as entrepreneurs, you're always fighting uphill. Yeah. And so if you kind of look at the economy in the world right now, everyone is fighting uphill in their own way. And so you kind of reflect and say, Hey, you know what? Maybe you could a, you know, capitalize on building a company better in this time. But then secondly, you understand the pain points of people that have been let go. And we look at all of our friends at large tech companies, universities, corporate firms, you know, 20%, 15%. you know, entire, you know, cross company cuts and it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sad place to be, but um I was actually talking to my team yesterday, you know, sometimes it's a double edged sword with being so aware of what's happening in the world um, mm. because in a sense, you feel helpless, um you know, on the other spectrum, you might have been let go, but all you care about is, you know, how can I survive? How can I be, mm. you know, how can I live the next six months? But as entrepreneurs, you kind of think, wow, there's, Tens of millions of people that are on the dole, um, on the going to the food bank, um, you know, waiting, you know, for the government to give direction on on the next steps.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's funny because I think uh, where uh, some people may see that this is there's no opportunity right now, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, we understand there's a <laughs> huge opportunity for growth and to be of service to the world. And really people, no matter where they're located, you know, want to ask you, my friend, you know, for you, you know, kind of, when did you realize, Oh, this is, this is kind of a journey I want to take. Cause like, there's always that point where every leader, every entrepreneur is like, okay, I actually want to give my life, <laughs> give my life, give my time, give my compassion to this. At what moment was that for you, man?
2: Um, I would say we, we, I'm always having those moments where it's reflection, right? Yeah. But one of the key moments was, was probably when we ran out of money for the second or third time. Yeah. Um, and this was, you know, in Dubai, um, when, you know, we were going to tell the team, Hey, our business model doesn't work. We can't raise the capital and you're going to have to go unpaid for the next six, nine, 12 months until we figure it out. Do you guys want to be with us in this journey? Um, And so we actually took a you know small loan from a friend just to fly everyone down um we actually relocated back to singapore Um, and we had that real talk man like we don't know what's happening because the business is obviously evolving we know that there's something there yeah but you know we still need a bit more time we can't offer that security and it's tough as a you know it's you know the lead of the business where you're almost like the parent Um, do you let these, you know, these team members go and let them, you know, live a better life or do you, you know, look them in the the eye and say, Hey, you know, as a leader, I'm still trying to figure things out. Um, and at the time you, you kind of, you know, reflect because as a, you know, when you're working as a co-founder or as a small team of one or two, it's okay to slum a bit. It's okay to, you know, hustle and, you know, you know instead of paying for food you pay for hubspot credits um, <laughs> All right. but you know when you're looking after a team of 10 it's it's a tough conversation mm. um but then when they're like yeah let, let's keep doing further um it, it kind of gives you that you know hope um to keep going but more importantly it reaffirms you know why you're the best people or why you want to keep doing this and so you know we're five years in um the business has you know, started to see that hockey stick growth and, you know, I kind of see this as part of a 20 year journey because, you know, the problems that we were facing during the dark times is just going to be amplified when we're at a 50 person team, 500 person team. And I kind of see that as a very exciting journey because, you know, this is when entrepreneurs, this is the times where people say, okay, I'm done. I'm going to throw in the towel and move on. So, um, you know, in, in a sense, you, 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 know, you get baptized by fire <laughs> and I mean, it, you know, people talk about the entrepreneurship scars that come out of this and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to the next six months, six, 12 months, because again, it's just building that resilience and, you know, becoming better at building business and, um, really understanding how you fit in the world. Um, because that's your why at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. It was so powerful, man. And, you know, I, I can relate with it so much, man. And, and, and even for us with we've been at this for only about a year or four months. But, you know, it's it's amazing what you learn when things such as this happen in terms of, you know, the world goes through an economic downturn, or global crisis, but how it's also a great rallying cry for you to get clarity on. OK, where do we want to go as a business? You know, Will, dude, I want to ask you, man, who have been some of the leaders in your life or what have been some of the books that really inspired and shaped your view on leadership, and even how you all have been building your movement in New Campus?
2: Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I um, I mean those are the questions I'm asking now with research on the learning index, yeah. um, and I realize that the way that I learn um, and the way that I inspire, uh, I'm inspired is actually less on books or you know podcasts or you know watching the news, but it's really with people that I connect with. Yeah. Um, I would say that in the early days, it was really looking at entrepreneurs um, that were a few steps ahead of me, and either just raised their first round or they'd started building the team, getting that PR release. Um, but then nowadays, it's 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 still the same. You know, looking at entrepreneurs that are working on, you know, world class healthcare products, um, working on, um, you know, fintech businesses that are transforming the unbanked in emerging markets. And yeah. I wouldn't say that I have one particular person, but certain elements um, of individuals. And the first person that you know comes to mind is one of our investors, um, Christina. She's based in Hong Kong. Um, she's been in banking for 10 years, um, but she started um, a fund um, called Girls Just Want to Have Fund.org. Um, yeah. And it's really <laughs> helping build women leadership in Asia, uh, but also increase financial literacy for women um, in emerging markets. And I look at that and it's like, wow, I'd love to do something that supports causes like that. So we recently launched a women's leadership program um, helping, um, you know, underserved women in Singapore and Southeast Asia, you know, develop the soft skills, the courage and the confidence to be the best version of themselves. So it's almost like sporadic inspirations here and there. And then ultimately, how can I use the assets of new campus um, to pursue those causes? Um, Another example would be, you know, someone on my team, Isan. So she's our chief culture officer. Um, mm-hmm. But she also runs a honey farm um, in Cebu, Philippines. So if you're ever <laughs> in Cebu, they, they do great honey soap. Um, but she's, not, you know, she, team.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And, and she's, you know, building a dog shelter and she's looking to launch her own um, dog shelter now. And I think you're know, doing stuff like that for the greater good, even if it's not financially rewarding. Um, you know, these are things that you should be trying to tackle. Um, I always say that there are, I don't always say, Faye always says, and now I'm repeating, <laughs> that there are three problems to be solving. The first is um, climate change. The second is um, uh, inequality. And then the third is the future of work. And mm-hmm. so if I can crack a few problems in that space, that's already, um, you know, making me sleep that at night
1: yeah dude no that's powerful brother that's so powerful
2: shout out to faye who's who's
1: <laughs> who's here <laughs> even though she's not here <laughs> you know you know well thank you so much man for joining us man and, and really kind of share a little bit more about the the new campus movement you know i would love for you to share a little bit about what new campus is has coming up man you guys are working constantly Um, there is a, a, you know, I'm part of the community, I'm part of the movement, so I see it every single other day, um, because I'm tapped in, but what are some of the things that y'all are doing to make sure you guys are better servicing the next generation of leaders?
2: Yeah. Thanks for asking Tim. Um, so obviously, you know, as we moved online, it was really, you know, making our content accessible to more people in the region, um, from previously, um, you know, the membership model. Um, Think of what we do for those who don't know where, you know, we give the value of an elite business school at the price of a gym membership. And so, you know, having our classes, content workshops, conferences, which I'll share with um, the folks on this call um, for our next conference on, um, you know, understanding Gen Z. So I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, But apart from taking all of our, um, our community content classes online, Um, we've started looking at more of a and so um, with a project with the government, what we're trying to do is understand how leaders um, are learning um, and building algorithms and building sciences behind predicting learning behaviors in the future. Because if future careers and if future learning paths are so scattered, sporadic and unpredictable, um, how can you measure you know, how an entrepreneur thinks, how an entrepreneur evolves him or herself. Um, and how can you exemplify and extract some of those qualities so that the rest of the nation is able to pivot their lives? Mm. Um, and then how can you actually plug in the right type of content community, um, and, you know, opportunities, um, to take them forward.
1: Mm, mm, mm. And, and, And this is a part of the index too, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the index, um, we're still trying to term it um but we have some really interesting people involved some really powerful people involved but you know at the end of the day it's about how do you measure informal learning so those listening on a podcast right now um, it's not a cre- it's not credited um you know you're learning things you're meeting new people but how do you actually measure all these micro touch points in your day in your life um, that make you you and so you know if traditional universities and education is mainly focused on the start and end of a four week course, four month course, four year degree. How can you actually measure in another way, which is, you know, the people that you meet, the informal content that you watch, listen to read. um, And how does that translate to you being the better professional or, you know, individual person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also kind of
1: what are ways for us to measure within the holistic system of your life? And you know how you grow, really developing a strong lifelong learning model. Man, you all are powerful, man. And it's truly really exciting and inspiring, actually, you know, for I think the world to see what you all are doing, but for so many leaders who are in the ed tech space who are trying to also, you know, solve the same problem with you all. And I, you know, I, I think that you know when because I've been a part of, of the program for quite some time and I've seen it up close, is that it's truly the future of work. <laughs> it truly is, you know, because it it, it offers a fresh perspective that a lot of enterprises, enterprises need, but also municipalities need, cities need, governments need, and it's a part of the reform. And I think when the powerful thing is like right now, more than ever, we're actually having that conversation around how do we build that, that ecosystem, man. So, so kudos to y'all. You know, Will, truly, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the Jam Session, brother, man. What is one power take away, powerful takeaway you have for our guy community, brother?
2: I mean, for those that are currently working on projects, it's the best time to experiment. Um, technology, you know, five years ago when we first started was so much more expensive and inaccessible. But now you could, you know, set up a podcast. You could, you know, use some off-the-shelf tools. Um, you could build something overnight. So um, my first tip is just, you know, start now. Um yeah. And I mean, that goes deeper than just these words, right? Like there's so many people that are still stuck at home, waiting, um, stop waiting, start doing. Um, and worst case scenario, um, you could jump on a call with me or Tim and we could help you talk through about, you know, what are the type, right, right type of networks, strategies, finances involved. Um, yeah, I will say reach out. <laughs> yeah, how to stay lean. Um, at the end of the day, start doing and um, feel free to reach out. Always happy to help.
1: Yeah, man. Dude, Will, thank you so much. It's truly been a pleasure, bro. What do you think about having you on for a future episode, brother?
2: Yeah, I would love to. You're essentially repping our brand, so why not?
1: (laughs) Of course, man. Of course, man. Appreciate you, brother, man. We are going to close you out to Lady by (laughs) D'Angelo. Appreciate you, Will.
2: Thanks, Tim. Have a good one, man. (todos)
0: Eu amo o B.
1: sure to go check out the phenomenal, phenomenal New Campus team and the amazing work that they're leading. I have shared the link to newcampus.com in the comments. For those of you who are tuning in live, please check them out, newcampus.com. They're leading an amazing movement in the ed tech space, literally building a gym membership for your mind. And shout out to Will Fan for joining us on a special, special evening episode of Unleashing the Future of Work live, live, with the CEO of Guy, Tim Slau. you know, Thank you so much for being a part of our B2B Jam Session. Once again, we go live every single day. So if you ever have a request, let me know. Reach out to me. And then more importantly, if you ever have anyone in mind that you think would be awesome to have on our B2B Jam Sessions, please let us know. We would love to host them and give them our platform so they can lead their own movements. With that said, thank you so much for joining us on this special evening episode Love to Oakland, love to the Bay Area, and much love to the entire world who continues to go through this pandemic together. Some people are taking serious, some people are taking it seriously, some people aren't. But whoever you are and wherever you are, just make sure that you're taking care of yours and your own and you're leading your own movement and focusing on changing the world. With that said, thank you so much for being a part of our movement. Once again, signing out. Peace, love. And abundance. But I'm not going to leave you out cold. I'm actually going to play a lovely, lovely young woman that some of you all may have heard before called Mrs. Snow Allegra. All right. I
0: don't feel the ground. No, I don't feel the ground. I'm right. I tell you what it's all about. It's making, making this and it's kind of like oh, down. on these goddamn garbanzo beans to see if they, um, cook to Set the tone, let's just be you alone, you alone. Take me to a place where we can't be All alone, I let you hold me Cause you know me, baby Lay your head on my pillow, say, ooh, Touch is so making me feel great, like, ooh, ooh I Get a project, do food, yeah. do yeah. cause I feel so comfortable with you. You'll make me comfortable with you. I feel so comfortable with you. you You, you, me Wanna get, wanna go deep into me That you made me inside You're deserving of my mind So Oh, baby, babe, please wait up for me, don't forget but I can't hold. I know that you're all alone, thinking about what you're going through. I hope that you'll see it through. And oh, you're going to love me, you're going to want to hurt me and squeeze me. Sometimes I don't think we really say enough. Why is it so hard to keep in touch? When we're laying right next to each other, baby. We shouldn't be anything so much. Oh, but we can understand us. Don't let us it Change it up. I wanna spend my nights with you, my life with you. Oh baby baby. Please wait up for me to pretend that I can move. I know that I'm all alone, thinking about what I'm going to do. I hope that I see it too. Oh, you're going to love me. You're going to want to hurt me. And squeeze me. Oh, you're going to love me. You're going to want to hurt me. And squeeze me. Are you gonna love me? You know you wanna hold me and squeeze me. And squeeze me and are you to hold me and squeeze me? me. And are oh, you gonna love me? You gonna wanna hold me, me and squeeze me. me? It's not that I don't want you here. Yeah. It's not about the way you. To my homies. I know that I don't make things clear, I fall for you every time I try to resist you, we can't get away, palm trees, beach views, ordinary day, all I wanna hear is that the visions are played sit right next to you. You. Yeah. I try not to show how I feel about you. Think you wish you would, but we don't really want to. I just want to get away. And sit right next to you. You, I don't want to kiss you. Yeah, I just want to feel you. Feel you. I want you around. Run. Oh, run. I want you around. Oh, I want you to run, oh, run. is gone, look, you should slide my way, easy on the brakes, black ice never catch me slipping back, I got an extraordinary stay, in the A-O-N-L-A, but that's not Stevie Wonder play play, replay, we can get away, riding down PCA, like back in the day, now the record on replay, I'm by your side like Sade, two lovers in a Bentley, cool. And I try not to show my eyes can't hide. I'm feeling on the low. I've been wanting to step until it can no more. Getting nose hidden next to you. you. I don't wanna kiss you. Yeah, I just wanna feel you. Feel you. I want you around. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. That's it. I yeah. know you wanna see me. Oh, man, my man. lips are silly. Baby, you gotta put it work. Gotta put in work, work, If you want me to put your first, yeah, but if you still be without this love, you gotta put it work. Ladies on the floor. Close. Can I get a repeat of the show? Your jacques quiz in your sheets. Open that TV, by the slow bow line of the fly. But you put it water, let me put it in dry. I guess when I'm in next card you on your phone, tell your friends, call back. When you leave to go home, turn around, come back. Silk sheets on the bed. I know you just got your hands on in display. Don't be scared, I'll get you done you come first. And that's sex in life, whatever works. Yeah. i rip your off, you rip off my shirt. Yeah. You mind as soon as you step on my turf. I beat it like it's percussion. Come she let me hold it in I did it. up like. Girls, I get out Go a little bit Come with the light. Yeah. on the TV. Get me started. Making on your body, Telling me not you want to see me? Oh, do why, 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 why? Well, if you want me to put your purse, put your purse games, then, But if you feel me what I, I deserve desire. You gotta put it's it, it why, why? You keep calling me over Hope you're not with the game Set you off this hollow Late nights I'm never so call my car comes over I don't wanna drive Yeah, I ain't been OG. Get back, that's what I'm missing. Get back, you know. And I'm gonna need you to show, show it, show it, show it, show it. show Are you ready for me now? And ride right around on this merry go round. Big beard is making a fish. She got, She's got arms and a don't to show. I did tell 'em put a light Girls, go a little bit hard. Come with the lights on, baby, do the mix up, making love on your back, telling me next to you wanna see me. Oh, you oh, 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 you got put it, yeah. Yeah. You got put it body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 If you want me, yeah. with you. I you gotta put it, it away. away. oh, put it away for me. Always. Always. I want it put it away for me. Oh no, we going to be so baby. Oh, baby, put it away.